is WWE Hall of Famer Greg the Hammer Valentine, and you're listening to the WNF Podcast, and don't forget it. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dan O'Haran. I'm Tyler Abair. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 160 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we found a new place where you can find us. It is on uh, Beyond Pod for uh, Android. For Android. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wrestling News Source. Search that. Uh, we're also on Twitter at WNS Podcast. If you remain site, WNS Uh Also on Stitcher. What do you search on Stitcher? Wrestling News Force Podcast. And we're also on Player.fm by searching Wrestling News Force Podcast. Getting out there. Reaching a wider audience than we well, uh, imagined. I, I found that out because Beyond Pod for Android is also on the uh, app for the Chromecast. So I downloaded yeah. that and I was like, oh, let me see if we can, if I can find our podcast. And um, it was there, so. All yeah. right. So if you got Chromecast, you can listen to us anywhere. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, welcome to the show. Got a huge show to talk about. Lots to cover. Got the Royal Rumble. Got Raw. Got some hot topics. Got some uh, pretty big news that's going on that happened over the course of the week. But uh, before we get into that, how you guys doing? How y'all hanging out? Doing good? Doing good. Yeah? To the left. To the left. Doug, how you doing? Um. Everything you own in a box to the left. <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't you ever for a second get to thinking you're irreplaceable. So. You must not know about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doug, you, you holding in there? I know we had our uh, polar vortex that blew through here and froze the city, but unfortunately you had to work through all that. and. Yeah. Kind of crappy. Yeah, it sucked. Really does suck. Yeah, I mean, I'm <clears throat> I'm Southeast Texas, born and raised. Like, my body is like built to handle 100 degrees with 100 percent humidity, not like 20 degrees. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, with you have to watch out for ice everywhere. Because down here we have like three months of cold weather, and that's <laughs> about it. <laughs> three months, probably like three weeks. Uh, if it well, dro- if it dips under three months, but yeah. it, it, it fluctuates from hot, cold, hot, and cold. Yeah, so if if it dips weird. under seventy, everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so cold!" So, you know, I just news, so like, "Oh, we're gonna get snow." Like where we where we <laughs> live, we do not get snow. We don't. We get ice. Yeah, we, we have, and it sucked. But uh, we were able to bear the cold. That's the reason why we had to uh, postpone this week's show by a day because the highways were frozen and the police were shutting everything down. So. Mm-hmm. I didn't chisel ice off my windshield when I left to work yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I did that um, last Friday when we had that freeze. Uh, And then this week, I just got some warm, not hot water, but just warm water and poured it over, and it started melting the water pretty, or melting the ice pretty quickly. They say that I'll break your windshield, though. Well, if you you get it really hot, but if you have it just just warm enough, it'll, it'll melt the ice with no problems. We're talking like we know how to handle yeah, this. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> We've done it. I've done it once, so all of a sudden that makes me an expert. So, but we do have a lot to Supposed talk to use about. Cold water. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you can. Just hope it doesn't freeze up. Just don't. And also don't pee on it. Don't pee on it. Yeah. Because then you have a broken windshield and pee on your car and in your car. Yeah. So, but we do have some feedback that we'd like to get into. All of it's coming from people uh, who like really live in the cold are like, shut up. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Shut compl- up. Complaining about cold. <laughs> like, I am cold. No, uh, hey, we're in the 20s, man. Yeah. But, uh, but we do have some feedback. All of it's coming, uh, uh, or at least this is coming from our, our YouTube page because we got quite a bit of uh, comments on there. Uh, we did have some on Facebook that I just re- remembered, so I'm going to have to look those up. Um, but the first one's coming to us from Brandon saying, Great video, guys. Just recently found your channel. So glad I found it. Great listen every time. Keep it up. So thank you very much for that. We certainly appreciate it. Next one's coming to us from Tyler's boy, Victor. Victor saying awesome episode guys hearing this on my birthday was great thanks for everything you do for us hope mania is a cool trip for you guys oh happy birthday happy Victor. birthday, yeah, happy birthday man whoop, whoop, whoop. so uh so thank my you my voice is a little scratchy today yeah dealing <clears> with the <throat> happy birthday Victor yeah um, thanks for listening to yeah, us on your you. birthday yeah I'm sorry that that was how you spent your birthday <laughs> but happy birthday <laughs> 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 Next comment coming to us from Sean's View ENT saying, uh, nice, I love this episode. So thank you very much for thank that. You, we Sean. appreciate it. Uh, next one's coming to us from Elizabeth saying, funny how you guys presume that the people not cheering for Brian are not cheering for him, are not cheering him because he's not big enough or we don't know about his past or whatever crap. That's BS. Uh, I, for one, am not a Brian fan simply because I don't find him entertaining. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Kick, kick, kick. Got very boring for me a long time ago. Yes, he gets a big crowd reaction, but I think the yes chant is a little bit more over than Brian. I couldn't care, or I could care less about his indie career because I don't watch a lot of independent wrestling. My main point is that I find it annoying that Brian fanboys just presume that if you don't like him, then you don't know shit about wrestling. I'm a huge wrestling fan, been so since the late 80s, but when Brian is on, I feel like changing the channel. So thank you, thank you first off for you know responding. You know it, with, with the positive also comes the negative. So you know it's always, uh, it's good to hear wh- what people's thoughts are on on this topic. Um, so. Well, I remember the conversation pretty clearly. Um, I mean it's on video. I mean it's on audio for record. If there's any like question about what was said, we could always go back. But <clears throat> from what I remember of the conversation. Um, we were joking about how he gets the most um, universally positive reaction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you said something to the effect of like 90-10. And I said, ha, 99-1. And the and the 1% are the people who are passed out drunk. Obviously a joke. I mean, yes. <clears throat> I, if, I, mean I, I mean, maybe you didn't take it as a joke, but I think it was a pretty clear joke that I didn't really assume that anyone who wasn't cheering Daniel Bryan was... Uh, passed out drunk in an arena. <clears throat> so, um, and basically, and then piggybacking off of that, Daniel said that he thought that some of the reasons someone may not cheer Brian is because um, his lack of size or maybe not being aware of his past. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, I guess, um, but we never ever said that if you, if you don't like him, you don't know anything about wrestling or you're not a real wrestling fan. Um, that's as presumptuous as you saying that we're presuming that because you don't like him because you don't know those things. Uh, no, no one said 
if you don't like him, you don't know what you're talking about. That's a presumption on your part. Um, <clears throat> just like it was Daniel's presumption that that may be a, a reason someone may not like him or his opinion of why someone may not like him. Um, <clears throat> I think that I have no problem with you not liking Brian. I think everyone – I mean, I love the guy. And, um, in fact, at least three times on that same show, I know that we s- explicitly stated – well, we're just being Daniel Bryan fanboys, <laughs> and uh, uh, we this may just sound like us bitching because he doesn't have the spot that we think he deserves. Oh, we sound like a bunch of fanboys. So it's not like something we're trying to hide, and it's not like we're um, trying to pass ourselves off as uh, professional journalists or mm-hmm. something. This is just a show we do for fun. We are fans. Uh, we are boys. We are fanboys. Uh, I am a man. I'm a big <laughs> fanboy. Um, but, um, I mean... That's cool. I don't. I don't mind I'm you. Mad. I don't mind that uh, you taking that. As far as him, uh, the yes no kick. You may. Um, it sounds like you're saying he's repetitive. Like which um, is is a, a fair criticism. Yeah. But I think it's a criticism of the WWE house style. I think mm-hmm. he. There is no one that you could point to in the WWE who doesn't have a formula for their match. Um, and that's by design because that's the style that the WWE wants their guys to work. Um. And to, if I were being honest, I would argue that Brian is one of the guys who's better at varying his style than others. Um, but there's no if, one that you if could he's say. given time, <clears throat> right? I think I think once he goes over that 15 minute mark, then you know you'll you'll see a lot of variety. Which with a with right. any wrestler you could put into that scenario. It's just you know they're given seven minute matches, yeah. you know eight minute matches. And he's just gonna know. hit the signature spot. Yeah, spots. it's like all right, let's uh, this you is know, what pops. I hit some offense. You hit some offense. Uh, you know recovery. Go into signatures, then finish it. Right, but there, but there's no one else that you could point to in the WWE mm-hmm. who doesn't do that as well. Right, <clears throat> you just can't. It's a, I mean, I don't even think that's arguable. Yeah. I think that's you, a fact. You can't, you can't go through the roster and say, yeah. uh, you know, every match that I've seen of this guy, it's been something new. It's been something different. Right. It's like they all, you know, they all have their their, you know, five moves of doom that you know people. Mm place blame on Cena. It's a house it's a house style. It's a house style they say they want guys to have signature spots that the crowds are getting a note to pop for. Mm -hmm. Um especially when they're working a condensed like version of a match, a TV match. Um so I don't think that's a criticism. I mean that's a fair criticism, but I don't think it's a criticism that you couldn't make for everyone else on the roster. Mm -hmm. Um as far as um your opinion that uh, you think maybe yes is over more over the yes chain is more over than Brian himself. Um, I think that's an interesting thought, an interesting uh, opinion to have, and I, I think it's sort of been disproved uh, over the weekend. I think a lot at the Rumble and then again at Raw, we heard a lot more Daniel Bryan's and a lot. I mean, there was some yeses and there were some nos, but we heard a lot more Daniel Bryan. And uh, to be honest, if if I'm to accept that as a logic, you know. I, let's say, let's say, like, um, in the United States of America, at least, from a VFW hall all the way to an arena, um, if anybody gets a chop in the world of professional wrestling in the United States of America, everyone woos. Yeah. Now, I don't think I don't think anyone would say the woo is more over than Ric Flair. I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. And it's I just something that reminds them. Yeah, it's something that's transcended him. Yeah. but I don't think it makes him. More over them, I people still what to this day, mm-hmm. and I kind of find it annoying. But I don't think that you would say that uh, what is more over than Stone Cold. I mean, it's just something that transcended, you know. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. not, it was something that caught. <clears throat> right. Um, 
And I think yes is something that's going to transcend Daniel Bryan. Um, but I don't think that makes him less over. And, and, and I'm not comparing him to, to Flair and Austin. He's obviously not on that level. But it's because he hasn't really been given the chance to be on the level. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. I think it's an interesting thought that yes is more over than him. But and I, and I can see from that argument mm-hmm. that it that it could be more because now it, now the yes and nos have given the audience a way to you know instead of hell yeah hell no and or just cheering and booing now they can chant yes 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 no 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 sure so it's, cer- it's it's certainly it's a way for them to vocalize fun, what they want yeah. It's certainly a lot more fun to like throw your hands up and I think it's a yeah I think it's an interesting thought but I don't think that it could be proven true and I don't think that it could be proven false right now either it's something that we would have to wait and see Mm -hmm. I mean as far as not knowing or caring what he did on the independence that's fine like and I don't care that you dislike him I think it's fine that he's not a guy that entertains you that's completely fine but uh just like um we'll say just speaking for myself just because I uh, followed him on the independence and uh, I'm a fan of his work on the independence just how that doesn't make it a big deal you know it doesn't also discredit what happened there just because you don't care either yeah I mean it's just it's a thing it's a big part of his history so <clears throat> yeah I mean if you get the chance go back and take a look at it I mean that'd be it's not on the same level but it'd be like comparing anyone's who's known for the majority of their career outside the WWE mm-hmm. like say Sting for instance which again I'm not comparing Brian to Sting but his career didn't happen you know right in the, in the fed yeah which isn't exactly the same thing but you know you know what i mean yeah and we'll make sure to get into plenty of uh sting talk a little bit later in the show but we do appreciate the comments and the feedback so thank you very much elizabeth yeah, i mean uh, thank you for taking the time i mean yeah uh last bit of feedback that we have on on youtube is coming from willie saying i love how you just presume that lesnar is going to go for the title at elimination chamber uh, given how creative changes direction every damn five minutes, and uh, certainly it has been proven, you know, if you if you've read the you know SmackDown spoilers and stuff like that, you know that's not going to be the case. Uh, Lesnar will not be going for the title, or is he? Is he in the cha- is in the chamber? I don't think that. I don't I, believe I, so. I glanced at the spoilers, but I don't yeah. think they said specifically. I I'm assuming that he's in. Okay. Yeah. No. He's not, he's not. Oh, he's not in. No, he is not. Um. So, so what is he gonna do? I don't know. Maybe go up against Batista. Oh. No, they're doing Batista Del Rio. Oh really? <clears throat> wow. It, it's actually better that he's not in the chamber, but yeah. Well, I just assumed that he was in. They need two more guys. Yeah. The uh, uh, participants that we learned from Raw would be Orton, Cena, Sheamus, Daniel Bryan, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, but then the SmackDown spoilers revealed the other two, which if you don't want to hear. You know, turn your speakers down or whatever for for the next ten or fifteen seconds or whatever. So here we go. Uh, the other two people are going to be Antonio Cesaro and Christian. Oh wow! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, should be a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, but yeah, Willie. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, especially uh, um, given what's going to happen or what happened uh, this past Monday on Raw uh, with the uh, the big news about CM Punk. So we'll another, uh, another thing, Willie, is that um, not only do like not only does the plans for creative change all the time, but mm-hmm. we're most of the time making these calls like a week in advance. And when you hear the the latest news, like right before the pay per view, <laughs> and then you go like listen to our show, obviously we're gonna look like idiots. But you know we go on what we have at the time. Yeah, and plus a lot of the decisions that we make or you know predictions, air quotes on that. Uh, it's 
a lot of stuff that we think probably should happen. Like logistically speaking, you know, this is the direction that we think they should be going, only to find out that no, that's not where they're going. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but we do appreciate the uh, the feedback from you. Um, we do have some feedback from YouTube. If uh, if our computer will cooperate, that'd be great. Facebook, uh, Facebook, yes, uh, as well. But um, but yeah, I mean. In the meantime, we can just dive on into uh, to what happened at the Royal Rumble. We kick things off uh, with the kickoff show, New Age Outlaws going up against Cody Rhodes and Goldust, with the New Age Outlaws getting the win. So uh, first off, what did you guys think of the matchup? And then uh, what do you think about the uh, New Age Outlaws as, as champs? I don't remember too much from this match. I know that we were kind of shooting the shit. Yeah, um, we were all getting settled and everything. We were talking about that, and... What I remember is walking in, and I was, like, singing, I'm an ass man. Richard's, like, uh, making fun of that. <laughs> and it's like, that's one of the worst themes ever. <laughs> but, no, um, I really didn't expect them to win and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. It may be a good thing, though. I mean, maybe it lead to, uh, you know, them versus the Usos, you know, eventually. And yeah. Usos going over. I don't know. We'll have to see. How about you, Doug? Um, well, I don't really remember very much of the match either. Like you said, we were <clears throat> getting settled in. Grabbing pizza and getting settled. Yeah. Um, as far as them getting the W, getting the belts, um, I'm not sure um, how that helps the division. I'm not sure uh, exactly what it accomplishes. Um, you basically took the belts off your hottest team. And um, I don't know. I don't know if they want him back on. Like, apparently, I don't remember the SmackDown spoilers at all very well, but I don't think well, they I, won them back. I do know that it has been announced <clears throat> that for uh, for Raw this coming week, it's going to be a steel cage match between the Rhodes brothers and the New Age Outlaws. Uh, I mean, I could see them dropping it back relatively soon, but uh, even then, I'm not sure what that accomplishes. Right. Unless they just want them to have the belts for a while and they could be a six time. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I do know that there was a lot of talk uh, revolving around the, the Royal Rumble and how they all seemed to favor, like, everything that happened seemed to favor Triple H and his buddies. Um, you know, the New Age Outlaws winning. Uh, they were, you know, old buddies with him in D-Generation X. Uh, Orton got the win because he was his buddy. Batista got the win because he was his buddy. Nash and got the guest Nash spot. Nash got the guest <laughs> spot. You know, just all kind of, uh, you know, power hungry kind of stuff that you know i felt the pay-per-view itself was was okay um i know a lot of fans were you know displeased with the end result yeah but um but yeah so we kicked things off i thought it was better than okay i thought it was actively a good pay-per-view yeah so we kick off things the first matchup bray wyatt versus daniel bryan and this match was absolutely phenomenal definitely a match of the year you know type of candidate um, just, you know, it, it was best match of the year. Yeah. Best match of the year so far. Um, that's what he said when that match was on, after yeah. it got finished. Best pay-per-view of the year too. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I just, what, what did you guys think about this? Cause I thought it was just great. A uh, fantastic match with a really cool finish. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure necessarily, um, if. I mean, I guess Bray going over is the the thing to do if you're going to put him against Cena. Mm -hmm. But uh, the way they booked Brian afterwards is kind of weird with him coming out with a loss. Yeah. 
but it was still good showing from both of them. It was just an awesome match. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the finish put Brian over strong. Yeah. I mean, I mean Bray won clean, which was cool. Uh, the finish was cool because he had to hit two sister Abigails to put Brian away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, plus, yeah. it was just the spot was just cool. One under the barricade, catching him off a dive, but <laughs> and I feel really scratchy. Do I sound weird? Like I'm not talking clearly. No, sound good. Mm, sorry. But uh, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you if you miss the Royal Rumble pay per view, definitely at least see this matchup because it was awesome. Just really good stuff from both from both participants. To be honest with you. That match, the match afterwards, and the match afterwards, those three matches were all great. Yeah. So, Watch um, all three of them, in my opinion. Yeah. So uh, next up, like we said, Bray Wyatt did end up getting the victory. Next matchup was Brock Lesnar going up against the Big Show. Before the match gets underway, uh, Brock Lesnar attacking the Big Show, Paul Heyman giving him a chair and just wailing on him, wailing on him, wailing on him. It didn't take that long. No, it was, it long was... a match, and it's just like, I guess that's what you want. You want Lesnar to win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the last two Raws where show would, like, you know, just throw Lesnar around, beat him up all. Now mm-hmm. it's Lesnar's turn. And, um, yeah, it was, I don't know how many chair shots, but that was a lot. Yeah. More than 20, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, the match finally got underway. Brock, uh, Big Show got a little bit of offense, but then it was quickly taken away from Lesnar. He, ended up he looked like he was out of it at the end, but if you if you yeah. watch the match, uh, he was kind of teeter-tottering with uh, Big Show. Well, I understand why. He's a, he's a big boy, yeah. uh, big man. Uh, so he finally did the F5 to him, and mm-hmm. yeah. And then the uh, the chair shots continued. Don't lift with your back. Lift ended with up, your legs. Ended up breaking breaking one chair and then uh, just wailing on him with another one. So, uh, Doug, what did you think about the match? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was um, really well executed. You um, keep Brian look, looking like uh, Brian. Excuse me. <laughs> keep keep Brock looking unstoppable without sacrificing too much of Big Show's uh, credibility. Um, I I thought it was great. Yeah, definitely. So it 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 was short, but it was what it needed to be. Uh, sweet. It was, yeah, it was just really good stuff. Sweet with chair shots. Sweet with chair shots. And viciousness. <laughs> it's all that it needed to be. I mean. mm-hmm. So that takes us into the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship matchup between <clears throat> Randy Orton and John Cena. Um, what they were saying was the biggest rematch in wrestling history, but didn't it didn't have that feel, but you know they, they could have done a lot better job getting that getting us to that point getting us feeling that it was big um the fans were definitely not into it it was not a bad match yeah uh i i like this because one you know they kind of stepped out of their box a little bit you know orton was communicating with the crowd saying you know boo me you don't you know you don't boo me i'm the champion and he had to do something because the crowd he wanted to I guess get on the crowd's nerves because they're chanting boring and just mm-hmm. random stuff. So guess what? I'm going to taunt in y'all's faces. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love the finish sequence where they were using each other's uh, submission and finishing I maneuvers. Like, I was like, John Cena is not going to do an RKO. Do it. Do <laughs> it. Do it. I want to see him do an RKO. And then he did. And it was, uh, you know, it was really cool to see, you know, because, you know, these two have had such a long history with one another that – uh I felt like it didn't damage the match. I think it actually added to it. It was yeah. something. It was something that we don't really see I think that there often. Was a point where uh, I don't know. This is the second time, or I don't know how many times he put him in the STFU, but um, seeing it to, to Orton, I was like, "Don't tap! Don't tap!" And mm-hmm. I was going for Orton, <laughs> and Doug was like, "Tap! Tap!" Mm-hmm. We were getting into it. So, how about you, Doug? What were your thoughts on this matchup? 
<clears throat> well, I thought it was a pretty solid match from these guys. Um, the crowd shed on this before it even started. Yeah. yeah. So uh, don't be su- if you're gonna shit on the match before it starts. Like, don't be surprised if he's gonna grab a chin lock and work a chin lock for a few minutes. <laughs> because if you don't give a fuck and you aren't paying attention, like, why is he gonna go out there and risk his body? Mm-hmm. I mean, flash forward to Raw when uh, the crowd loses interest in the Del Rio Kofi match, and instead they start cheering for the announcers who then start acknowledging it by standing up and, mm-hmm. you know, waving to the fouls Don't while Del Rio's bumping shit. off the fucking, like, top of the... He's taking top rope bumps to the ground, yeah, killing himself while they're chaining for someone else. Um, we'll see, Orton and uh, Cena are top guys, and they don't have to do that shit. So mm-hmm. if you're going to fucking not give a fuck, he's going to grab a chin lock for a few minutes. <laughs> and, we'll and, let and, it get out of their And system. it's almost like a fuck you if you... They're like, oh, you don't think anything I can do is cool right now? Then I'm gonna fucking show you how uncool I can be. I'm gonna work <laughs> this fucking chin lock. And I mean, it's a real thing. I mean, like, yeah. if you decide that the match is bad before it even starts, then they're gonna give you that match almost as like a way of getting heat. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But the match was solid. It was fine. Um, I have no problem with people protesting this in the sense of um, chaining Daniel Bryan. And yes, because yeah. um, this should have <clears> been his night. But they. they- they well, chant this stupid shit. Well, I mean, that's where I'm going with this. It's um, Randy Savage. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, if you're going to protest, Jericho. you want if you want Brian as your champ or Brian in this match, it's fine to chant Brian or yes, but when you chant everything else under the sun, that's just stupid. It's and, not helping at all. It's, it's not helping at all, and basically it hurts your credibility as a crowd. It doesn't say mm-hmm. they really want this guy. It's like they just want to... You know, get get themselves over and chant whatever. It really was annoying. It like I wish there was some way you could turn that off or like we could mute it. But you mute the whole <laughs> thing though, because I thought that was a tad bit annoying well, and just. It hurts your credibility as a crowd. It doesn't send a clear message that you want this guy. It makes you just seem like a a weird crowd. It hurts your credibility. Uh, Cole did have like a great cover up line. Uh, surprisingly, when JBL was like they cheering for the guy who was in the opening match and lost. Yeah, yeah. and then um, he saved it. And then Cole was like, because they feel like he's the uncrowned champion, right? And I thought that was a great line and a great cover. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, ultimately, guys like like we've heard, you know, guys like Lance Storm come out and say, and it's something that I've been saying for like a long time. When people when we get these kind of crowds, and I get really frustrated, and I come on here, I vent. It's like you vote with your dollar. You vote with your views. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not on a high horse because I'm as guilty as anyone. I'm as big as a part of the problem as anything because I'm not going to stop watching. Right. But if you want your voice to be heard, you turn the TV off or you don't pay for your ticket to go there or you don't buy that pay-per-view or you don't buy the network. That's the only way your voice really matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain extent, you're sending a, a message with your voice. At, but what they really pay attention to fastest is, is the bottom line, and that's yep. the dollar. Buy the merch or turn off the TV or both, you know? Yeah. Or don't buy the pay-per-view or don't go to the show. Ratings, or... too. Ratings. Ratings, yeah. yeah that's, what, that's what we're saying with turn off the TV. I mean, it's cool, but, like, that's... And, I, and again, it's, like, I'm not going to stop vocal, watching. It's right. but be smart about it. Don't, you know... Chant, if, if you want Brian in that match and that's why you're upset, then chant Brian the whole time. Don't yeah. go on, like, because everyone if else. If you're going to chant Daniel Bryan, you know, for the first... 30 seconds or so, and then you go off and chant JBL, Michael Cole, Jerry, you know, Randy Savage in this match, then the people are going to be like, then the this people is backstage, awful, we want divas. Yeah, the people backstage are going to be like, these people don't even know what they want. They're just chanting just to chant, so we're going to keep doing our thing. And you have no credibility. Yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, if you're going to chant, chant right. Do it right. Do it the right way. 
Um, I, I don't know. Like, I understand if you don't. If, if More you, crowds are getting like that. that if sucks. you have no interest in the match, go to the concession stand. Turn your back to the camera. You know, show some form of that. Go Just the boo the whole time if you have to. You know what? You know you know how they'll know a match dies? If you shut the fuck up and don't yeah. say anything. Absolute <laughs> silence. You know, just crazy. If if they can, they can, when you chain a bunch of crazy shit, what they can do is be like, oh, this crowd is, they either will just, it will hurt your credibility and it won't mean anything, or they can just turn it into, this is such a crazy crowd, They'll they're off the hook. If you sit there and be totally fucking silent and don't say anything, that's what sends a message. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just... I don't know. So I'll need, never understand. We need it. we need to have a rehearsal for the Monday Night Raw that we're going to be at after WrestleMania. <laughs> like, otherwise, <laughs> one of us is going to go insane. Probably mm. Doug. <laughs> we or need both of y'all. We need to get a. I'll be in. I don't know. I think we may need just need to get a Xanax prescription before we leave. <laughs> well, I'm going to plan on just going there just to be annoying, have no idea what's going on because that's. That's all the crowd is going to be. That's it. They're just going to chant whatever they want. They're going to do. They're not even going to care who's in the matchups. I I don't know. I I don't want to be that cynical. I want to hopefully. I want to go in expecting to have a good time, and I hope that <laughs> everyone else wants to have a good time too. Um, I guess to some people that is having a good time. It's yeah. not my idea of having a good time. Um, I'm fine with going nuts chaining Daniel Bryan because you want him in that spot. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, all that other shit. I mean. It isn't saying anything, or at the very least, it's not saying what you think it's saying. Yeah. So, but Randy Orton does end up defeating Cena uh, with a little help from the Wyatt family, who provided a distraction. And uh, yeah, so Orton gets the roll up. Was it a roll up? I believe so. But uh, he ended up getting the victory, and that takes us into the uh, the thirty man bout uh, Royal Rumble, thirty man oh. Royal Rumble. I was oh. going to say Battle Royal, but it was not a Battle Royal. It was Rumble. Royal Rumble. So um I felt like I felt like it went by very quickly. Yeah, um it seemed like that. It it was very lackluster. Like they had, you know, three surprises, that being El Torito, Nash, and JBL. And um and a return of Sheamus. No, and uh the guy from uh NXT. Uh, yeah, Alexander that, was off. Yeah, that was uh that was an he he had a nice showing. But I felt like uh I don't know. I Really, what was the point of the Alexander Rusev? Because they didn't follow up on it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. didn't. Well, Nothing that's still on like Raw. the Bo stuff. Like, yeah. well, Bo was on well, Raw they, for a little bit, then he was gone. Well, at least they made the effort to follow up on TV the next week. I mean, yeah. He was just like, it was as if he did, wasn't even in there because nothing ever happened. Nothing came Well, didn't they, Um, I know, not this <clears throat> Royal Rumble the past, they did a thing where NXT had a little Royal Rumble yeah. themselves. They had like an eight-man Rumble. Go in there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's what they did or not, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think I can't uh, count how many. They had a few little storylines mm-hmm. in the Royal Rumble and all that stuff. Not really any surprising stuff. Um, little Corp- things, you know, Torito and all that stuff. Corporate Kane. <laughs> I thought it wasn't that bad. It's just that, um, you know, it was just pretty much the ending. Yeah. That got to me, you know. But it, it is what it is. That did not ruin the whole pay-per-view for me. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Tor- Torito was cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, I was cool with that. Uh, JBL and Nash felt like a waste to me. Yes. <clears throat> Could have gone yeah. to pretty that, much anyone else. Very, yeah. Like, really? 
could have brought someone who hasn't been in the Rumble in a long time. Like Nash was in it, like what, 2011? Something like that. Yeah, he could have brought in Evan Bourne, Tyson Kidd. They could have flown through the air or something like that. Um, I don't know. I feel, I, you know, the, the whole JBL thing, that was a waste. Hold um, my jacket. And, you know, a lot of people were saying, why are the fans booing Rey Mysterio when he was number 30? Why are well, they, they doing that? him. Anybody who wasn't Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Was get booed. They, all hope was lost when 30 men were out there and Daniel Bryan wasn't. And it didn't matter who came out at 30. Yep. They were going to boo the fuck out of him, which is cool. I'm shy of, shy of like Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, something right. like that. Right, but I don't know. I, I don't know. They, I think they may have turned on. I mean, it's obviously a stretch to say that, but I, I was like, I <laughs> yeah, felt they like they could have turned on some people. Yeah, they weren't, you know, mad at him. They're just mad that he was in that spot. Yeah. Daniel well, I mean, I felt like they could have utilized the spot better. They could have put a heel in that spot who could have been cocky about them not getting Brian. At least mm-hmm. they could have tried to play off of the heat some or something. Yeah. Maybe you give Del Rio that spot or or somebody who could use it, you know? Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, where he comes out smirking, and you could even get the camera right in his face where he's like, ha, 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 no but <laughs> you know, For whatever. like a few seconds, <clears throat> they dropped the booze for Roman Reign. Yeah, they got, they, yeah, they did, they, they circled the wagons yeah. for Reign, and they were, they were into him being a winner. They were, booing, they, they turned on Batista quick. What mm-hmm. cracked me up is you see the Batista spear looking weak as hell. I didn't like the look of it. Yeah. And then you see Roman Reigns, everyone's going nuts, Roman Reigns, like, hell yeah. 45-year-old man, for crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's getting old. He he's not young. He's he not had as some young. ring rust, too. That's for sure. Well, he's blown up, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> it was he just... was never a guy who could work very long matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Batista... But, uh, for that split, or a few seconds, they forgot about Daniel Bryan just for a little bit. Yeah. And they got behind Roman Reigns. So like, that was cool, though. This could be the future. This is this is their, their chance to say, we're building a future star. And they no, we're going with the past. So uh, we're going with Triple H's buddy. Uh, but Roman Reigns did set a single Rumble record with most eliminations in a single record uh, Rumble. Uh, Twelve eliminations beating. CM Kane. Punk was what in the top five or top four? What do you mean uh, for uh, or the last four or five? What was CM? Punk? Uh, he was the he was in the fifth. final four, I think. Fifth. Like the fourth uh, four people. It was Batista, Sheamus, Reigns, and then I think Punk. And then Kane threw him out. So. Oh, Punk hit the um the old Kings of Wrestling spot where Cesaro yeah. does the giant swing. And yeah. Then Hero comes <laughs> off with the kick. And to guess the who the, the Miz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good spot for him. So, but Batista ends up winning. The fans were not pleased at all. Crowd turned on Batista. Yep. Um, they turned yeah. on Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor Ray. Poor Ray. <laughs> not his fault at all. It was not, just, not just Bati- for that night. It was just because he was number 30. Yeah, yeah. It could, it could happen to anybody. Uh, yeah. Not really even Batista's fault. I mean, it's just... They were was, not going to get behind anybody. Who this was their chance to have that Cinderella tale with the, you know, with the happy ending happening, happening at WrestleMania. Right. But they just they threw it away because they want a big guy going up against a big guy. They don't want, you know... And what cracks me up is that you hear the reports of them saying, oh, the people backstage were shocked at, at the response that, that they were getting, you know, with the chanting of Daniel Bryan. Like, it's been going on for months. Were they they're shocked that or were they shocked at the booze? Probably both. I think more so, but I think they're more shocked that uh, the crowd turned on Batista. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they expected that. Um, they had committed to that match before, mm-hmm. and they were, Thought they did either didn't know or didn't care that the fans would turn on them. I, 
And I actually think they, they didn't think they would turn on him. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I'm I'm glad that they well, did. We're like people need to walk out. Is that what you're saying? So, well, I mean, I was shocked that they turned on them too. I mean, I don't, I didn't expect them to turn on them. I mean, it's crazy. So, but uh, Batista is the Royal Rumble winner, and he's going to WrestleMania to be in the main event. Another part-time guy coming in. So. Well, I mean, he, he 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 moved the needle. I mean, that's that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, as awesome as Brian's been. Uh, they see it as a failure still because he didn't he didn't move the needle and Batista did. I mean, Batista came back on Raw. They did almost a six, which is an additional two million viewers than they normally do. Yeah. So an additional two million people tuned in um, to see Batista come back, mm-hmm. uh, which is a legit number and something no one's drawing these days. Um. So I mean, it's not like people. It's not like you could really say people didn't want to see Batista or some portion of the audience didn't want to see Batista. Some or that he, no one cares about. But somebody, some people wanted to see Batista or, or six million people wouldn't have watched Raw the night he came back. Yeah. When they're usually doing in the threes and maybe a top out at a four or something, <laughs> right? But I mean, I think that I don't I don't know how it's like how they can sustain that. I, I don't see it like lasting long and um Mm-mm. I don't know. I mean like I can. They don't. They think Brian is a failure because whenever he, when they they thought that they gave him, they thought that what they did with him was them giving him the ball, and we all know. And and they look at it as a failure because the buy rates of the pay per views were bad, and we all know that yes, the buy rates for the pay per views weren't that good, but it's not, but no one else sees that as get him getting the ball because the creative was so bad. Yeah. Like. They didn't give him the ball like in a way where he. They thought him getting over was them beating his ass over and over and over, mm-hmm. and uh, then never giving it to him. Yeah, beating his ass and never letting yeah. him have his revenge. Right, and uh, that's why it failed. Like and, you never paid off the story. Yeah, yeah, and he had a title. He had two championship title reigns of twenty four hours total max, right. less than twenty four hours. They but they still see that as. He him as a main event player, mm-hmm. him him carrying or is supposed to be selling a pay per view, and they look at it as a failure. Even though everyone else who watches are like, well, no, he didn't really get the ball because you didn't give him an honest chance. Yeah. But anyway, so that moves us into Raw. We kick things off with uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon coming out, sort of just, sort of just taunting the the fans, saying, "Oh, did did someone not get what they wanted?" and just. I don't know. I didn't like that. Uh, it was weird for them to do something like that. But uh, Daniel Bryan came out. I thought it. I thought that it was just them, like, inviting the crowd to to chant for Bryan. I thought it was yeah. like an invitation. I thought they it was were kind them. of baiting them in. Yeah, I thought it was a bait. I mean, I, I thought it was fun. And especially when Stephanie was like, "I don't know. They're one this size chanting one thing, this size chanting the other. I don't know if they can get it together." And then they got it together. Oh, okay. Now I can hear what you're saying. It was like, basically just giving them a reason and a chance to to get nuts. Yeah, because obviously some shit changed. Like, so he wasn't supposed to get any promo time this week or anything like that, and they mm-hmm. came out. They let they let off with him. It's almost like they ha- they had to acknowledge it. They had to rework some stuff. And yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is another like uh, Wyatt situation where you gotta get you give them enough credit for like realizing they have to like correct the course, but like you can't give them full credit for being stupid enough to take the wrong course mm-hmm. in the first place. I mean, I guess, you know. Yep. And apparently uh, 
Mick Foley was sit, uh, sent out tweets of, uh, of displease, uh, displeasure about the results of the Royal Rumble. Got a lot of media, a lot of attention, stuff like that. Um, I know his son posted a, a comment as well, basically saying, Dewey. you know, yeah, Dewey, uh, basically saying, you know, without, without, you know, my dad, Mick Foley, uh, Triple H would have just been a state of mid Carter and stuff like that. And, you know, for them to, for him to do the business the way that he's doing right now, it's just terrible. And there's all kinds of stuff. So, uh, Go back and read some of that if you get the chance. Uh, but Dan O'Brien does con- confront Triple H and Stephanie, basically saying, listen to the crowd, listen to who they want to see, um, you know, and kind of bowing up to, to Triple H. And but, tri- you know, oh, sorry to interrupt you, but the thing nah. is, wherever they go, you don't really hear any booze mm-hmm. at all for Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like, you may hear, you know, people that don't like him. Yeah. But you don't really hear him. Right. It, like oh, I said, yeah. it's it's a very smaller, it's a people, much smaller margin that, of people. The people who, that don't like Brian uh, aren't real wrestling fans, and they, don't know <laughs> and, they, and they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I said, you know, there's there's a small margin of, you know, the, the folks that... Yeah, you can quote us. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, basically, Brian wants, wants to be in the Elimination Chamber match, and Triple H brings down the shield. Shield comes down, uh, you know... Kind of off topic, but still pretty funny to see Rollins getting tripped up by the barricade and just busting his ass. It happens. It does. Uh, Roman, it happened to Roman Reigns not too long ago when he tried to jump over the top rope. So. The shield versus the barricade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the ropes. So I guess, because uh, that part I didn't get to see. Mm. So I guess the authorities being hills right now. Yeah. Basically. And uh, so. Are they going to be face or heel? What? Yeah. So the shield come down, try and start something with Daniel Bryan. Sheamus and uh, John Cena come in, make the save, and uh, that sets up for the uh, the main event, if you didn't know, six-man tag match. So uh, next matchup, we got to see the real Americans going up against Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara. Um, I felt like this was a pretty good matchup, a good starter, uh, that's for sure. Um, and they had, had a moment where uh, Jack Swagger fell out to the outside of the, the ring, and Zeb was like, you know, what are you doing? Get back in there. Get control. And then he just slapped Swagger in the Slaps face. some sense into him. Which yeah. is totally weird. Yeah. Because if you are going to break up the team and you are going to turn one of them baby, you would think they would turn Cesaro. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Especially with the way that he's been acting lately. Like he's he, getting all the baby face spots. Yeah. He was like, do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear. Do you hear? Oh, I hear what you're saying. I've been listening. You know, like Cesaro just, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I figured like that would have happened. Hand, you know, if you're gonna turn one of those guys, Cesaro is clear, clearly the better suited to be a baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was one of those things. Like, I feel like we'll see this for a couple of weeks, where Coulter will slap Swagger, and he'll it'll get him fired up. And and uh, Coulter says, "Use that in the ring. Use that against them." And then he'll do it to Cesaro, and Cesaro will be like, you know, he'll turn on 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 Zeb. Uh, that could Maybe be. They just do it away where, like, hopefully they'll they'll end up as Cesaro being a face. Yeah. So, um, but Real Americans did end up getting the victory over Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara. This was um, a lot of fun, and Cesaro is a really good base. Mm-hmm. So it's a good matchup for him. Yeah. So uh, next up, we got to see a short match between R Truth and Fandango, um, with Xavier Woods sitting on the on the announce table. Um, short matchup, nothing really to gain from it. But uh, what do you what do y'all guys think? What are you doing? I'm typing something. 
how hard <clears throat> uh my mind just went blank. <laughs> how hard? Uh, oh fuck. My mind just like erased itself. <laughs> uh oh my god. Our truth. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods, thank you. There you go. Um how hard was Xavier Woods trying to keep commentary on track? Yeah. They can't they can't those those three cannot stay on track for anything. Well, it's fucking weird because why is he the one trying to keep the commentary on track? He's the one who's supposed to have the the bullshit stories to yeah. add to the conversation. He's the one who's trying to talk about his teammate in the yep. match and they're just trying to fuck with him. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> JBL's asking him all the questions. Well, are you going to do that? Oh, it's Harvard of the South. Oh, you know. Because that's, well that's where Vince went to college. That's why he was mm -hmm. yeah, All the weird stuff going on. Might as well throw uh, Wade Barrett in there. It's got some bad news for you. He did have some bad news, but that was earlier in the night. Uh, talking about a battle of Cleveland. Can we have some decorum, please? So, anyways, our truth ends up defeating Fandango. Um, which, I don't know why. Have they been feuding on anything? Superstars or main event? Uh, R-Truth and Fandango? Uh, did they have a match on, um... Oh, or even SmackDown? They, they just had a match. Oh, really? Uh... Okay. Was it main event or SmackDown? This past week, just... Hmm. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, so R-Truth, I guess Fandango got to Fandango win. Did eliminate R-Truth in Royal Rumble? No. Fandango got eliminated by Torito. Right? Yes. But he was asking, did Fandango eliminate R-Truth? Oh, maybe. That's what I thought. Could be. So, uh... I'm like, no, and then I, I, I answer not no, your question. Yes, with maybe. Like, what? What? <laughs> what? So, next <laughs> up, we got to see uh, Brad Maddox come out and bring out Randy Orton, which then brought out Batista, which then brought out Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. Um, and apparently Lesnar wanted to fight either Orton or Batista, option A, option B, or else. So I was actually for I don't care who they had to feed to Lesnar. I, I was for it. And I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, Lesnar, uh, Randy Orton, or Batista. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I want him to fight somebody. <laughs> How about you, Doug? This was fucking awesome. They were just, <laughs> they, they just like strolled out to the ring with Brock looking like a fucking killer, and he was like, Brock wants to fight you or you, and the, and your champ and your hotly like new signed guy both stood there with their dicks in their hands, yeah. like not saying shit about it. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, this guy wants a piece of you," and they were just like, mm. uh, "Oh yeah." Batista just give him the look. Hit the Batista. Well, this is fucking confusing because it's okay for Orton to be like a to shy away from a confrontation, not Batista. but that's like, so they got to turn him. He's got to be a heel now, right? Because because of they. He basically was well, flipping he did everybody flip off. off the fans for, at the Royal. And basically, you can't be a you can't be the. So the that was a real picture. I thought someone blipped that. So I was real. He didn't. No, he was no, he, he was did it. flipping off the people who were chanting for Brian, or booing him at least. But <clears throat> Bootista. But if you're the hot new return and the big baby face, and Brock Lesnar says he wants to get up in your ass, you should get in <laughs> Brock Lesnar's face and not just stand there with your dick in your hand, being well, like, he didn't uh, want to ruin his <laughs> jeans. Those were his good jeans. Didn't want to ruin them. So I'm saying. I just want to stand here with my dick in my hand. <laughs> well, so with all these swinging dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was awesome. They basically just punked it. He went out there and punked everyone. They were like, mm -hmm. I don't care. I want to beat one of you up. And neither one of them said shit about it. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, I don't care. A or B, let's do this. <laughs> let's go D where they fight both of them. Yeah. Let's so. just let her just go in there and destroy those 
fools. Yeah. So uh, next up, we got to see Dolph Ziggler, a returning Dolph Ziggler, who returned at the Royal Rumble, going up against The Miz, who is heel? Sometimes. Whenever he feels like it. On commentary, he's he's always (laughs) trying to get himself fucking over. He's like JBL 2.0. Oh, God. Don't try to... I'm a heel unless I'm in a WWE movie. Or if I'm in... But no, I don't see why you say that. He was acting... He was like... He was acting mega babyface here. They they both were because they're both from Cleveland. They're both trying to get the get the ball. You know how like you know how when Punk's in Chicago and he goes out and the crowd's just like fuck yeah and he was mm-hmm. like he's like he like can route he gets energetic back yeah he like he like gives it back to them or whatever yes. and it's just like a, a in and out thing yeah well like he, Miz went out there and he was like please cheer for me guys please <laughs> he was like so begging for my it. dad's like, in attendance checking his cell phone I need someone to cheer for me yeah I think his dad wasn't there no he was there oh because they had uh, I thought I heard his mom was there but his dad wasn't no his dad was there when he, he was jumped just... in the crowd with those guys who were obviously his friends were like the only people excited yeah. that he was yeah, there yeah I know this guy but he was begging he was up there was like he was like literally begging for like a crowd reaction yeah so uh, it was the Battle of Cleveland with Dolph Ziggler and The Miz. Um, I don't remember much about this matchup. I think I was folding towels. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was much better, more entertaining. Uh, but yeah, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler ends up getting the victory. If you can get past Miz. Miz begging the crowd to cheer for him, then it was fine. Okay. So uh, next up, we got to see the Usos go up against Rye Baxel. Um, another pretty, was it a short match? I think. I don't remember. Uh, take right back, so and call me in the morning. No. Uh, but the Usos did end up getting the victory. Anything from the match? Ryback took the fall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did. Oh, poor yeah. guy. So. You say man, but it's funny when your, your partner is Curtis Axel and you take the fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. So uh, next up, we got to see Alberto Del Rio going up against Kofi Kingston. And this was one of those matches we were talking about earlier where the crowd t- tried to take over. JBL's acknowledging the crowd. And what I loved from it was Del Rio saying, you sit your ass down. I'm trying to work. I like that. I'm glad that someone's doing that. Even if it's Del Rio, which not to take anything away. But, I like Del Rio. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, like, people couldn't get... Del Rio was bumping off the top rope. He's taking monster bumps, and the crowd could not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So, anything to take away from the matchup? Not really. Yeah. So, uh, Del Rio ends up getting the victory over Kofi, bringing us into the uh, the next matchup. It was supposed to be for the tag team titles. Uh, New Age Outlaws going up against Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Um, I, I, I'll admit, I chuckled uh, when the Outlaws did their, you know, their mic, mic work. Uh, before the matchup and, you know, their little, you know, banter. I think it's a problem, there. though, because it's a total babyface promo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You can't get you can't go out there and be like, okay, guys, we're going to do our, our shtick that everyone knows and loves and make sure you say it along with us and then go, oh, but now we need to get heat on yeah. these guys. By it's the a way, problem. you Unless guys they, just weren't good enough. They try to do it, but they're like, they're about to do it like, yeah, we're not doing this for you. I mean, that would have been fine if they had done that, but they didn't. They did the whole babyface shtick. And it, yeah. it didn't used to be babyface shtick necessarily, but it's that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like this is the shtick you know, and you're gonna say it with me. Fine. It was total babyface. Um, well, 
because I, I messaged them when they did that, and like y'all did a good good job, but not good enough. And then they and then Rhodes slapped them, and he said because they're mad, you know, because they wanted their title back. But that seemed like a hill thing, or whatever to slap yeah, them. Yeah, that was fine. I I actually enjoyed that. And uh, to be honest, once they quit stalling, I I liked the match pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Thought it was pretty good, but uh, well, the finish was whack. But uh, <laughs> still, you, I don't think you can do that like that intro as a baby face and then be like, okay, guys. Now we're gonna be heels, so everybody play along and boo mm-hmm. us now. You can't like you can't ask that of the crowd. Yeah. So, but the Outlaws and the Cody Rhodes and Goldust match was uh, considered a no contest because Brock Lesnar decided to come out and attack Cody Rhodes and Goldust and just wail on them with chairs. I don't know why it had to be him that they killed. Yeah. But uh, Paul Heyman came out and said Damn, that brother. Triple H and uh, Stephanie chose option C was that Brock Lesnar doesn't fight anyone. So uh, this is what happens when Lesnar doesn't get what he wants. Uh, and then they came out with a story saying that Lesnar was fined uh, $10,000 um, either for pushing the referee or for what he did against where'd you, where'd Cody and Goldust. It was posted on WWE on their website. So What the hell are they doing? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think they know sometimes. So, anywho. The next up, we got to see... A four-on-four Divas match. The Bellas and Funkadactyls going up against AJ, Oksana, Tamina, and Alicia Fox. Um, You know, short matchup. I like the triple suplex thing that they did. Um, And then uh, the Bellas and Funkadactyls ended up getting the victory. Um, Anything else to take away from it? Booties. Booties. Rear views. What about booties? Were they rocking everywhere? Rocking everywhere. They're all... In that ring. What about them? Just booties. Well, what about booties? There's some good-looking booties in Good-looking booties. All right. Good-looking booties, Doug. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, She's so athletic, though. Like, yeah. if, if if someone could teach her psychology and, like, how to work and not just be athletic, she could be really good. Because she could pull, like, a ton of, like, athletic high spots off. And I don't know why they need to give her the ass-based offense because she's totally athletic and could be a credible like person. Yeah. So why don't you be like, hey, you don't necessarily have to do all the. You, you have a big ass. It doesn't mean you actually have to use ass-based offense. And uh, you're, you're really athletic. Stink face and... Yeah. Let's teach you some psychology to go with your athleticism, and then maybe you could be a legitimate like diva yeah. wrestler. Rear view mirror. Uh, Come here, try that move. She's got like a lot of raw potential, but they they, yeah. they seem to give no fucks in trying to get her to like a yeah. position. Why should they? Right. It's not about wrestling anymore. So, uh, but by the way, the uh, the feedback we had on uh, on our Facebook page came from uh, Jonathan Red Robin, Yum. Yum. saying, "Oh shit, Doug plays Marvel Puzzle Quest." I do, man. I'm addicted. <laughs> there you go. Uh, good stuff. Uh, but, yeah, Bellas and Funkadactyls end up getting the victory. Uh, that brings us into the next Hall of Fame inductee being Jake the Snake Roberts. So very well-deserved. Um, he's made amazing progress in his personal life over the past year working with Diamond Dallas Page. You know, really good stuff. Glad to see that that he's going in. Um, That's cool. why they didn't put him in the Rumble because it would have been overkill because he was yeah. on Old School Raw. They're putting him in the Hall of Fame. If he would have been in the Rumble, they'd be like, I wonder who would have him. <clears throat> probably DDP. Yeah. Probably. If I had to guess. Yeah. So, so, yeah, really, you know, really good stuff. Um, things I'm seeing about, like, this Hall of Fame is, like, 
Okay, two inductees, Ultimate Warrior, Jake the Snake Roberts, both people that we wouldn't think that we'd see get inducted into the Hall of Fame. So I wonder if, like, this is the year where we see all the people who are, you know, we're never going to see get inducted. Macho like, this will be the yeah, this will be the year that Macho Man gets inducted. This will be the year that Owen Hart gets inducted, the British Bulldog, you know. Well, they started, like, Bruno was, like, the the beat-all, end-all. Like, if, yeah. if Bruno happens, then, like, anybody can happen, you know. Right. So, who knows? I mean, there's still plenty of time. So They're, like, mending all those fences for the network, it seems. Like. Like, <laughs> all those beefs will squash them if we have an opportunity to make some money with it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you can get a cut of this action. So, anyways, but uh, congratulations to Jake. Big, big story on that one. That takes us into the uh, the main event of Raw, where we got to see Cena, Sheamus, and Daniel Bryan going up against The Shield. The winning, the winning team... Uh, gets to go into the elimination chamber match where they were faced uh, Randy Orton for the uh, for the title. Um, I felt like this was a really good matchup. Uh, you know, all players did their part the way it needed to be. Uh, Cena, Sheamus, and Bryan ended up getting the victory via disqualification because of the Wyatt family. So they came out, caused the disqualification. Shield were none too happy. And uh, this is a bit of a SmackDown spoiler, but it's it's the match that everyone's been wanting since, you know, the Wyatts have made their debut. They want to see the Wyatts versus the Shield, and it will happen at Elimination Chamber. Tyler, you don't? I don't want to see it. Okay. I don't know. I just I know they got the three uh, or two teams that you know have the heels, but hmm. like I just unless you're gonna turn them, turn one team in which. I don't know. Which there's gonna, I feel like they would split the the show. They're gonna they're gonna kind of turn one team, but they're ultimately not. Yeah, Shield, I don't know. Shield, Shield's gonna split because Roman's gonna do his own thing. I don't know, but Shield are gonna look like baby faces going into this because the Wyatt started it. They're gonna look like baby faces. They're gonna look united, but ultimately Ambrose and Rollins are gonna bounce on on Roman in that match. So they can stay heel. He's gonna get his baby face turn. And I think Wyatt's that would like the only way for it to work out. Because I mean, I know sometimes. From time to time, they like to do hills versus hills and stuff, but I don't know. I think it'd be kind of neat, but I'm not really into it. Well, Shield will go de facto face just because whenever you have a heel on a heel or a face on face, one like has one has to, to play the other role. One has to work dirtier than the other team. Yeah. So your Shield will be your de facto baby faces, but then they'll get their heat back when they turn on Roman, and yeah. the Wyatts will still go over. One thing that I've been seeing lately is that Rollins is trying to be the glue to hold them together. Yeah. So, you know, what I could see happening in this matchup is, you know, maybe Rollins is in the matchup and they're and Reigns and Ambrose are going back and forth and Ambrose decides he's had enough, he's getting ready to bounce. Uh Rollins happens to take notice. Hey, what are you doing, man? Gets gets rolled up for the win and then uh maybe Reigns gets in the ring and is trying to tell him what's going on and Rollins pushes him and goes his way his way as well or something. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna split on on Roman just because I think they're gonna it seems like they're gonna keep the gimmick going without yeah. Roman. Mm-hmm. So if they bounce on him they can get another guy and he can go baby. Yeah. So who knows? We'll have to see where it goes from there. But uh the match that a large portion of the wrestling community have been saying that they wanted to see. So, uh, so there you go. So that'd be fun. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, these these six guys have, you know, put on some pretty good matches over the past few months. So, uh, I have no doubt they'll they'll make for an entertaining matchup at least. 
for the final pay-per-view that we'll have to pay full price for at least. So uh, final, so that closed out Raw. Time to move into the uh, the hot topics for those who uh, were living under a rock this earlier this rock. week. Uh, CM Punk has apparently, allegedly, taken his ball and gone home. He has decided to leave the WWE. Um, apparently, he was just uh, fed up, had enough. Uh, a lot of people were saying, no, this is a work. Um, some people were saying, no, this is a shoot. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? Well, I really don't know. In pro wrestling, you're crazy to never, like, instinctually, you always assume it's a shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's pro wrestling and their job is to work you, so yeah. it's never crazy for anyone to assume anything is a work. So, uh, but that being said, it's not something that was done on air or acknowledged on air. So. Right. <clears throat> even on the websites, it hasn't been like like even on the WWE Facebook page and said hadn't said like breaking news: CM Punk has left the WWE. TMZ He's covered it. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where, you know, you don't know unless you were one of those people who were backstage and heard the discussion, and you can only go based on what people are reporting. Um, but apparently, you know, his uh, CM Punk's contract was expiring uh, later this year, I believe June or July, somewhere around there. And uh, his, I think it's July. Yeah, and his initial plan was to take time off, like he wasn't going to come back at least for a while. Um, but apparently, he. You know, according to reports, uh, which, you know, still can't confirm if they're true or not, but according to reports, uh, he's been unhappy with where the storylines have been going, the fact that they're bringing in Batista to be in that main event title picture. Basically, the whole thing that happened with The Rock that caused him to do the infamous pipe bomb, the original one, where he's, you know, saying the fact that Dwayne comes in and gets the main, main event at WrestleMania makes me sick. You know, so he's not seeing the change that he wanted. Uh, he was hoping that Daniel Bryan would have gotten the, the rub for uh, for the Royal Rumble. Um, just all kinds of stuff, just not going the way that he would have liked. So he said, all right, you know what? I'm done. I am worn out. I am beat down, and uh, I'm going to go home. Um, well, it certainly doesn't seem out of character for him, but I can't imagine Vince letting him sit home under contract. Yeah, and, you know, especially even if, if Even if – even if he's not going to resign him, I mean, I guess there's no real. I don't think there's any real danger that Punk would go somewhere else. I th- I think he's kind of past that in a lot of ways, you know. Yeah. But still, the feeling is if the guy's not going to resign, they usually you make him, you beat him, like you beat him on the way out. You make him look. Right. You make him look undesirable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you, he just. I mean, well, not necessarily. I mean, there's one thing you you can beat a guy to make him look like shit on the way out, or you can use him, not necessarily in a way to make him look like shit, but make all your guys look good. You put other guys over on his way out. Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, but if he, I can't imagine him. How that's like what four or five months? February, March, April, May, June, July. Six months. You're gonna let him sit at home for six months and pay him? Yeah. Or maybe it's per appearance or something like that. I don't know. Well, if he's gonna sit home, he's gonna sit home. I mean, I don't. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know. It's uh, I don't fault the man for standing up for what he believes in, but also I find it weird that, that Vince would be cool with him sitting home. Yeah. And, you know, even if uh, it ends up going to court or something like that, if it's that serious. Well, I mean, I'm sure Vince has some respect for him. Yeah. But still, I mean, like, a contract's a contract. I mean, yeah. 
don't want to be in breach. So uh, I don't know if it's a work or a shoot. Uh, it's never. It's always very sane of you to assume work in pro wrestling, yeah. no matter <laughs> what it is. But uh, I don't know. Who knows? We don't know enough. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, uh, you know, as we get more details, I'm sure we'll make sure to pass it along. Um, one big topic that also broke during the week or the week uh, was that Sting uh, apparently has been meeting with the WWE, possibly talking about negotiating a contract or something like that. Um, you know, a lot. It circulates every year because uh, Sting does work year to year for for TNA, and apparently um, this could possibly be the year that he actually finally signs. But you know, at, at the moment there's there's no uh, no finalization, no official word that it could be happening. But would you guys want to see Sting? Because at the moment he wouldn't he wouldn't appear at uh, at WrestleMania because uh, you know the 90 day uh, no contract or no compete clause. Um, so it would be after WrestleMania, but would you guys want to see Sting in the WWE? I would say yeah. Um, I guess just because he's never been in it, and I mean I don't know who who would fight or whatever, but hopefully they would put him to good use for a little time period. He would be there because mm-hmm. have him sign, I guess, a year, and let him do like a few things here and there, and then like induct him. Hall of Fame or something? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to go into the Hall of Fame, uh, even if it's, you know, the WCW wing or whatever they want to call it, so because, you know, Hall of Fame, it's physical right now. Um, but I don't know. Um, as far as competing, I don't know what they could do with him. I don't know who they could feud with him. I know a lot of people want to say Undertaker and just, eh. But, uh, Team up with John Cena? Yeah, I don't just, oh, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't feel right, I think. How about you, Doug? Um, well, I don't have a problem with him coming over. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I mean, I think for him, it's in his best interest to come over, financially at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine he's going to get any rawer of a deal from anywhere else. You know? yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's going to get a, a more raw deal anywhere else. But, um, meaning TNA there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, as far as in-ring stuff, I mean, like, people are going to, even if, even if he didn't have a compete clause, it would be too soon to do that this year. You wouldn't have enough time. You wouldn't have anyone to f- – you'd have to feed someone to him. Yeah. It was enough of a name, but you could afford to sacrifice before Mania, which isn't happening. You mm-hmm. still have to, like, educate a portion of your audience who he even is. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, hell, when Rob Van Dam came back, people were tweeting him, like, dude, where have you been? Right. And you're like, ugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where have you been? Oh, I don't know. I've just been hanging out, wrestling for another company. <laughs> Sitting on the couch. <laughs> because you're not bringing him in to beat the streak. Yeah. And uh, it's stupid to bring him in to lose his first match. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wouldn't mean anything. Any, even if they just brought him in cold, it wouldn't mean as much as if you debut him after Mania and build him up. Maybe he yeah. works like a Lesnar-esque schedule yeah. and works a, a couple of guys a year, a couple of select times a year, and then, then maybe you can do don't, Taker next year if Taker comes back next year. And don't even do I, – I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know what you think. Lesnar versus Sting? No. <laughs> That'd be awful. I mean, Sting's old. He's not yeah. – I mean, That'd I don't know. That'd probably be the last match from Sting. <laughs> and not in a good way. But I did I did hear a report that uh this could be the last year for, for Taker. So thirty could be it. Yeah, I mean so And if that's true, that's be. gonna be uh pretty cool be. that we're gonna get to see him. Yeah. Just for because sure. it's gonna end on an odd number. 
plus that match. Well, for one thing, he's going to... For one thing, he's going <laughs> to get Lesnar, who's going to give him the the match he's going to want to go out on. Mm-hmm. That match is going to be fucking... If, if they do Lesnar-Taker, it's going to be fucking awesome. You remember that time period where uh, Lesnar just had one of his UFC fights and uh, yeah. Taker was... You want to start audience. something? You want to some- finish it? Yeah. Something like that. So uh, they can definitely play off of yeah. that. But, uh, but yeah, so at the moment, Sting reportedly meeting with the WWE to possibly uh, finally sign. So we'll have to I see. I hope it uh, happens. Yeah. He may induct a warrior. He's probably the best suited guy to induct a warrior. <laughs> the only guy who... Uh, yeah, that's true. Because uh, they were a tag tag team before. So uh, we do have some uh, some Total Divas news. I'm not going to cue the jingle for the just for this little bit of news. Sorry. Back in March, yo. Oh, there you go. Yep. So, uh, but Summer Ray is joining the cast of Total Divas. So uh, Tyler broke that news to us. And JoJo's gone. So it's official. JoJo's gone. JoJo's gone. Summer Ray is going to replace her. So is she like leaving the WWE, or is she just going? Uh, she's off the show? technically still under contract, but that may be changing. So weird. I thought like a while back we read something that she wanted to focus more on like wrestling and yeah, like WWE has brought her in for the show and just for the show. Gone. Yep. It seems like something, you know. It sounds like something they do. Then let him go or something. They'd or if it. she wants to go, you know, I don't know. She yeah. was barely even on the show. Yeah, yeah that's true. She She's a cute girl anything. and she can sing like decently well, but that's about it. What? I mean, what the fuck is that gonna do for her? You know? <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, another bit of breaking news. Although it broke today, but it happened back on New Year's. Uh, Matt Hardy and his wife Reba, uh, Rebby. How do you say that? Rebby Sky. Was arrested for fighting at a hotel, so I heard the I heard the nine one one call and it was hilarious. Just, <laughs> I mean, it was nothing to do with like what they were saying. It was just the accent. I was just chuckling. That's a bad. All joke. right, we'll get someone over there. That's a bad joke. What I'm about to say he got mad and gave her a twist of fate to the floor. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I just said that. That's a bad joke. I'm sorry. It is a bad joke. It's terrible. Shame on you, Tyler. I'm sorry. People, so, forgive me. No, uh, but yeah, Matt Hardy and. Reby Sky were arrested. Reby. Reby, whatever. Get it right. No. What for yourself? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the news broke today. But March 16th, total demons. Sorry. There you go. Uh, but then there had already been a report that uh, they were still together and still happy with one another, even though they beat the hell out of each other. Um, in other TNA WWE news, uh, Kurt Angle has announced that he wouldn't mind returning to the WWE. So, pretty cool. Yeah. But he's he's banged up pretty bad. I know yeah. a lot of people are, but like he's he's pretty banged up. Yeah. But uh, you know, never say never as they never say, say never. So there you go. Uh final bit of hot topic news. This Saturday, National Pro Wrestling Day. Gonna be all, all kinds of fun. Go out there and support your local wrestlers. What's go, what's going on, on the uh, on the interwebs for R- National Pro Wrestling Day? Um well I don't think that I'm. Chikar is a company who likes kayfabe in the Chikarverse, and I don't think I'm going to be breaking uh, too much news to tell people that uh, National Pro Wrestling Day is a Chikar related thing. Uh, it's uh, one of Quackenbush's babies. He's he's running the shit, and uh, if you're at all interested, and in, uh, the Chikara slash wrestling is universe, and um, or if you've heard all this crazy shit that's going on, <laughs> um, that you know, interests you, but you don't know where to start. You don't know where uh, to uh, to dig in with it all. Um, 
I would suggest you just tune in for National Pro Wrestling Day. It's uh, February 1st. It is a Saturday That's coming me. up. I'm going to dig into it. Um, it is a free event to uh, to attend if you're in the area. You can go to nationalprowrestlingday.com, I believe, and it'll have uh, all the venue stuff. Uh, it is also streaming live on YouTube, and I think maybe SmartMark video as well. I'm not sure about the SMVOD stuff, but... Uh, um, yeah, if you've heard all this crazy shit and it sounds cool to you and, like, you want to figure out what's going on, this is will be a good uh, jumping on point because uh, it's almost assured something big is going to go down because, well, because we've also seen about uh, more trailers this week. So, um, yeah, we don't talk a lot of independent wrestling on the show. Um, we don't talk a lot of Chikara on the show. Uh, I would love to talk more. We just... Also, we don't watch it. That, I mean, so me. Well, I know for you, but me and Daniel don't really watch it. And if, like, I'm gonna jump. In, I'm about to jump in, and I want to get started. So that's what I'm I mean. Do. Tyler and Daniel don't follow, so I like. I, and I don't know how to like broach Chikara with someone for a newbie. Like, I don't know how to start telling people what's going on with Chikara. I mean, there's like years upon years of like <laughs> layered storytelling involving like time travel and mind control and corporate takeovers and private armies. And closing down businesses and starting up mini businesses <laughs> who are now getting closed down by old past threats. It's a crazy thing. It's really fucking cool. And um, even though they haven't ran shows since June, it's been something that's like kept me in my wrestling fandom like at all time high this year. I've had a really good time following it. And uh, look, just I really hope it rates. pays off. <laughs> yeah, I just really hope it pays off for them in a big way because they're taking chances with this, and uh, it's gonna. Maybe not culminate, but there's going to be big doings at National Pro Wrestling Day. So definitely check it out. It's for free. They are working with a charity, and you should donate if you're going to stream for free or going to attend for free. Hold on, let me get the charity up because I do want to plug that. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> so it's going to be a day filled with wrestling. Very good stuff. Yeah, let me plug. Um, let me pull up the website and plug okay. the charity, please. All right. No problem. Tyler, say something stupid. <laughs> balls. Say something balls. stupid. Hashtag oh my balls. <laughs> you see that sign on Raw? I did. Nope. <laughs> okay, it is this Saturday in Easton, Pennsylvania at one o'clock PM. Uh National Pro Wrestling Day. They are working with uh the Against Malaria Foundation and uh just the blurb on the site it says uh Wrestling Day is uh, going to raise money for Against Malaria Foundation and uh, blah, blah, blah. Try to get to the meat of what it is. Basically, it's an organization that was recommended by GetWell.org. Um, it's, it's, uh, malaria is one of the leading causes of child deaths in Africa. In fact, 3,000 children die every day from, a, from malaria uh, every single day. And uh, the Against Malaria Foundation provides long-lasting insecticide cannot speak, insecticide-treated nets to protect against malaria in developing countries. And each of these nets costs 5 bucks U.S. dollars, and the nets are tested to work for up to five years. And uh, the goal of National Pro Wrestling Day is to raise 5000 U.S. dollars, um, and that will be saving 1,000 lives in Africa uh, for malaria. So if you're going to stream this thing, you need to make a donation. I'm not. You don't need to. They're not going to say knock on your door and say you didn't make a donation. You can't watch this. If you're going to attend, if you're going to stream, It'd throw, be the right thing to throw, do. Throw them a couple of bucks. It's for a good cause. 
it is, again, breaking kayfabe a little bit, and they're kind of kayfabe police over at Chikara, but it's a Chikara thing. It's Quackenbush's baby. Um, they're doing a bunch of cool shit. Uh, go Google Google Chikara, because I don't know how to, to s- explain it to someone who doesn't know what's going on at all because it's too much going on. Just go check it out. Go watch the show. Uh, it's free. It's for a good cause. Um, it's very cool. Good stuff. Thanks, Doug. So, uh, so yeah, so definitely support National Pro Wrestling Day, like we said, this Saturday. Uh, time to move into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question coming to us from Thomas Drabelozon. Do it. You do it, Daniel. Do it. Doug's waiting for you to do it. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Thomas Daniel's going to do it for you one of these days. As more and more people have voiced their opinion on the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, it seems more news outlets have been reporting on the show, most notably for, for me, BBC News reporting about Daniel Bryan not being in the Rumble match. So I thought I'd ask, is there still an argument that any publicity is good publicity for the business, or are these stories about WWE harming the company, even if it's causing more people to become interactive with the product? No, I think it's still good publicity. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it, seems it takes. like anything, yeah. Especially in the wrestling business. Any, Especially right before the network. Yeah, anything that you can get people to talk about is going to be good stuff. Um, unless it's death, you know. So, yeah. But uh, Thomas also does have a little bonus question for Doug. Uh, sort of a follow-up from last week. What would your reaction had been in Brian? had he won the Rumble, only to put it on the line to a returning Mr. Anderson who defeats Brian via a screwjob finish, and then WWE and TNA both being built around Anderson as the undisputed champion of champions. What would my reaction be? Yes. It would be to book a flight to go cockslap Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> he says, keep up the good work, fellas. I'm sure you're all counting down the days till WrestleMania. So, yeah. Ox slap. Huh? All right. So, <laughs> you heard correctly. Speaking of, oh, next question correct. coming to us from Andrew, aka Wife Swap, saying, uh, uh, saying a question for you guys. Reports on various sites, including WNS, are saying that Sting is in negotiation with WWE about switching over to WWE. In your honest opinion, good deal or bad news? I always like Sting in WCW, but it's about 10 or 15 years too late for my liking. I don't see how it could be bad news. Yeah, he gets, you know, Money. nice. He gets they a nice fi- paycheck. WWE finally acquired Sting. Yeah, in the company instead of just getting the the tapes and the stuff. WCW the WCW library. So, yeah, <coughs> well, they already have his tapes. Yeah, so they just have him the promoter now. Yeah, and it'll be good. It'll be good for him. He'll get a nice paycheck. They'll, you know, put out a couple shirts for him. Which, you know, that action figures. Action figures. He's gonna be in a video game. Documentaries and all that. So. It'll be was fun. he? He wasn't in the Impact game. Yeah, he was. He's gonna be in the video game that people played. Yeah. <laughs> Which the go. sad part is, me and Doug did play Impact. So. Yeah, it was so bad. Okay. I wanted to, wanted it to be good. What uh, in your? Which was worse uh, for you, the Impact game or the the Triple A game? Oh man, they um, both kind of sucked. They both. Yeah, I I don't know if I could pick one. Which one was better? Because they're both on the same level. Yeah, they're both pretty bad. Um, <laughs> they both equally suck. I feel like they were both like, "Oh, TNA is getting a game. Oh, Triple A is getting a game. Oh, they both suck." <laughs> I would go Triple A just because I felt like they had crazier moves and stuff. I felt Triple A was better. 
but like graphic wise, maybe Impact TNA looked better. good. TNA, yeah, looked, TNA looked good. It yeah, just played like shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Sting. Final. Thanks for the question. Final question coming to us from Seth Rickson. Yeah. Saying, since you guys have been watching a bit of TNA, here's a question for the podcast crew. Which is harder to believe, that Hogan, Bischoff, and Russo were able to break WCW in a time where they were most the most popular thing going, or that another wrestling promotion would bring them in and have them do it again? Another promotion would bring them in and do it again. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can tell that they had hopes that, hey, yeah, maybe, maybe this time around things will be different and we'll right all the wrongs. But by doing that, we made more wrongs than rights, and just, I don't know. How about you, Doug? Well, they didn't kill TNA yet. Yeah, no, it's not still yet. Standing. That's uh, standing. So by default, I'm gonna go with killing WCW again. All right. Oh, there you go. So uh, thanks for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, our YouTube page, WNS Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can also. Find us on, did I say YouTube already? Yes. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Find us on Beyond Pod by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast for Android. Uh, we're also on Twitter at WNS Podcast for the main site, WN Source. Uh, we're on Stitcher. And, and uh, also, seriously, uh, I kind of stumbled through it because I was a little unprepared, but I think uh, National Pro Wrestling Day is going to be a cool thing. Mm-hmm. And I really do want it to succeed to be as successful as it can, and it's for a good call. So please do go check that out. You can go to nationalprowrestlingday.com and get all the shit for it. Uh, these dudes are on Stitcher. Uh, WNS underscore Dan- Oh, Twitter. <laughs> WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler underscore Hebert. Um So go you follow those fisting? guys. <laughs> and we're also on player.fm as well. Make sure you search wrestling news source podcast thank you everyone for listening i know last week we had a lot of a lot of new listeners a lot of new commentators if you're listening to this and uh and you've never commented to us before we would certainly love to hear from you so uh so make sure you shoot us a little message or something like that we would certainly appreciate it and uh for the podcast crew i am daniel heron i'm tyler abear i'm doug and we will catch you all next week